Hi everyone, welcome to Brand Boutique Elite. Be sure to go to your favorite podcast provider and subscribe so that you can get up-to-date notifications on when we launch our podcast featuring amazing entrepreneurs in every area. There's always going to be great tips for you to take away so that you can incorporate them into your life, into your business, and um, they're all free growth tips. So I want to thank you all for listening in, and I want to welcome my good friend, Niall Judy. Thank you for being on today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here on your platform to chat a little bit. So Niall and I have known each other for over 10 years and, you know, we have seen each other both go on to like our journeys and create our businesses and really grow in a field and area where we both love and where we're contributing to the people around us. So it's super exciting to like, you know, have friends that you see grow and really shine and really, you know, create something in their lives that is an amazing business and really supports others too. Thanks. It's so sweet. It's so true. It's exciting. And I'm not surprised. You've always been such an amazing person and so hardworking. So it's really great to see the fruits of your labors as well, for sure. Thank you. So Niall is um, a mindfulness coach. Um, She supports people in getting through areas of their life where there might be a stop or there needs a, a breakthrough in there. And she does a lot of different healing practices and whether it be, you know, meditation, she does crystal bowl healing. So that sound bowl healing. And I have had the honor to work with her and have some of these things done for myself. And, you know, I'm of the belief that anything can help and we can all always grow and achieve so much in our lives and there's so many tools out there and we ourselves have it in us to heal ourselves and get past any traumas or self-limiting beliefs or things that just hold us back or don't feel you know true to us so for us to be able to get some tools into kind of clearing that up and moving through that and so we have done meditation and sound bowl healing sessions together you know because we're human and we all go through things and things happen and we can see people that have the most amazing businesses the most amazing lives or however it may be but it's up to us to, there's always things that come up and it's us up to us to work through those pieces and really find out, you know, what works for us. And so I really love what you've created. So tell us about, you know, your story, how you created this business and like, you know, that whole process. Well, um, I just love everything you said about what mindfulness, the benefits of mindfulness. Um, as a person who was always pretty active in my life, always wearing multiple hats, I found myself in like my mid-20s developing a lot of anxiety and depression because I was always burnt out. I've always been a service-oriented person, um, specifically working with young people and working with young people who are at risk. All of that stress that the young people were experiencing, I was taking home with me and it was taking a real toll on my life and how I was showing up. And then I would always have like a night job where I was like waitressing or bartending or doing something else at night. So like I wasn't giving myself a lot of space and time 
A, to align myself with what it was that I was really supposed to be doing here on this planet and B, um, just taking care of myself in a way where I felt good enough to like not be as reactive or not be as sad or not to just withdraw because I was burnt out. Um, so honestly speaking, the first time I ever heard the word mindfulness is when I had gone to see my own, own personal therapist, which I'm a he examine all these different tools that she was offering. She was offering journeying up um, journaling opportunities for us. She was teaching me different breath techniques. And basically from that point, I decided I needed to get certified. I needed to figure out what this tool was. And that was about three years ago. Um, and at this point, I, I have about 500 certification hours in different spaces. Um, and my favorite thing, like Fahana mentioned, is trauma response. Um, so I just want to like slow down really quickly and say, like Fahana said, every single person in the, on this planet will experience some type of trauma within their lives throughout their lifetime, especially if you're out and you're being present and you're working, you have a family and you're running a business or you're working for somebody, you will experience trauma. For me, my goal is to help us get back to centeredness and groundedness after life happens, because it will happen. And that is really how my journey started. And I think that that's what I've mastered the most is like tools that help us go from feeling maybe lightheaded, dizzy, drained, tired, disempowered to, as you can see, like, I love to feel full of energy. I love to feel excited. I love to smile. Like that is, in my opinion, when we are at our highest and best self, so my goal is to always get people to reactivate that pure, positive healing energy within their bodies with the tools that I use. Yeah, and that's so great because, you know, like as an entrepreneur, you're wearing a million hats, you're stressed out, you're doing all of these things. And so when you take the time to just pause and to do some sort of mindfulness practice and to get into that space of joy and happiness and letting all of that, the stuff, you know, the stuff can happen and it can be there, but just kind of putting that off to the side and really focusing on like your purpose and, you know, feeling good. Because if we're sad and depressed, you know, many people won't strive. You know, there's lots of times where people are like, oh, I don't feel good. And, you know, they're not as productive. But when we can utilize the tools that are available for us to kind of heal ourselves feel good, we can do so much more. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I feel I'm a huge advocate of the fact that like we will get everything done once we take the time. And our lifestyles kind of make us feel like, oh, this is something I have to find time for. But if you set your you start your day with a mindful moment, you're literally grounding a smooth transition into the next point of the day. And it's really important. Like it's I my morning routine is what changed my life was like how I got up and started my day um, using affirmations, listening to very specific recordings. Um, so if I'm going to listen to anything in the morning, it's going to be jazz. It's going to be binary beats. It's going to be sound frequency healing beat. And I'm going to do that for the first hour uh, versus listening to like turning on the news and like listening to things that are going to just drain me automatically or going on Instagram to see what all my beautiful friends are doing <laughs> before I even have like come, come to what I need to do for myself for the day. 
another huge thing about mindfulness is it's like a toolbox. So like everybody has different things that will help reactivate that energy. Some of us are eating things that are just depleting our energy, right? So you and I are big smoothie fans, like well, juicing, having that smoothie in the morning, putting something that's alive in your body first thing in the morning really does give your body like the foundational um, energy to get through what will be stressful, that traffic jam, maybe that five minute delay in the meeting. Like we're all entrepreneur in this entrepreneurial world, there are so many um, unforeseen things that will happen throughout the day. If you are not preparing yourself to calmly respond to those things versus react to them, you're not going to love your business and your work. Eventually, it will start to feel really difficult to do those things. So, sorry. Yeah, um, for yeah. sure. You know, there's, you know, when we have our sessions, I feel like I have been introverted into myself to figure out, like, what's going on with me. And then turning on like it kind of like turns on my like soul it's like all right let's go like let's do this like let's feel good i love that and and it's really like i said the goal because like a person like you perfect example um you are so creative and that's why i like to work with you the most because you are a color therapy person you understand the energies you understand like vibrational space right and your life represents that so when I come into your space, it's very easy to work with you, to be honest, because it's a very, it's a shift. I'm like, hey, did you do this today? And you're like, oh, I did it. And I'm like, okay, well, go do that. And then your energy's back, right? Um, mm -hmm. I love working with all range of clients for that reason. You're a great example of that. There are some people, though, who have been sitting in their pain for five, six years. That's where the yoga comes in for me, right? So right now, I'm personally on a 40-day journey. I'm doing a self-love kundalini yoga healing process for myself. The overarching goal of that is to release any rage that has might have stuck to me throughout the pandemic and losing people and contracts going crazy and those things that um, live in our subtle bodies. Um, and I'm realizing very quickly that I do a lot of work and I'm feeling it. So I'm imagining what a person who's done no work for a really long time and is just taking on all that stress, taking on all the headache, like how hard it might be to just show up and say, hey, I need five minutes. I'm going to run to the bathroom. <laughs> right. And then we can come back and talk. Some of us come into a space because we're not caring for ourselves and we're just like, this is what needs to be done. <laughs> or we just withdraw and then nothing gets done. So it's really important for us to be in tune with where the energy is hitting our bodies and always readdressing like, OK, those words hurt. What can I do to release them? That meeting didn't land the way I wanted to. How can I re how can I re-inspire myself to keep going? So the mindfulness tools really are like the keys to the car and the engine every day if you utilize them and are exposed to them adequately. So somebody that has never done any kind of mindfulness work or meditation or yoga or, you know, they're like, I just don't really get this. I don't really understand how it works. I'm, you know, I don't have time. How can somebody maybe start off or get a taste or kind of figure out what would be good for them. I mean, I think a coach is the best way to go. And I'm not just, I'm not obviously self-promoted, but you know what I mean? I think finding a coach is just as important as finding a personal trainer or finding a person who like a dietitian or something like that for a beginner who's committed to the process because you're going to need somebody to remind you of times. Like I have a 30 day package that I create for people and I lay things out, but people still need to check in with me to say, Hey, Nayel, um, 
today I only got seven minutes in and you said 15, does that matter? And I could say, yes, it, it's great that you did seven minutes. Maybe that's, I'm, you know, it does matter in a good way because you showed up, you know, like that, pat yourself on the back for that. And then tomorrow, see if you can adjust certain things to make sure you commit to that 15 minutes. So it's like having that buddy. The other thing is, is there lots of, there's information out there right now. My favorite sources though, because you want to be careful about, especially because a lot of the mindfulness work is spiritual, spirituality based. I think it's really important to um, check the, the facts on the people who are um, the healer that you might be going to, like really ask them questions and feel free to vet a person before you just allow them to guide you into a space of healing because the journey is so personal. A lot of people are already doing something mindful throughout the day. They're just not doing it with intention, right? Um, some people will be like, I need to take this walk every single day after work. I'm going to take a walk around the block and not realize like a mindful walk is meditation, right? So it's just having somebody around you to kind of help you uh, to reassure you that it's correct. I would say a coach is great. And then doing research. If you come across a, a topic like crystal healing or whatever, do your research, right? Like read, Google it, because Google's our friend, but also there are lots of books that you can read. I love YouTube. YouTube is kind of like Google. You want to continue, look at the views, look at the comments, make sure that you're paying attention and being mindful to the information you're taking in. But the good news is right now, mindfulness is kind of going mainstream. So there are lots of different ways that you can go about it. My last thing would be is the apps. So you have Insight Timer app, you have... Um, Calm, you have what uh, downward dog, you have all these different um, applications you can download on your phone. Uh, Presence app, which is a Boston based woman ran organization, they started their own app with all um, healers from Boston and meditation pra practitioners from Boston. So, yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out to me as well. Um, for Hana and I will share my information to make sure that if you have any questions, I always do a th free 30 minute consultation with people. Um, just so we can get to know each other, make sure it's a good fit for both of us and make sure that I have the tools that you're looking for. And if not, I'm, I have a pretty great network and can point you in the direction of Reiki masters, acupuncturists, because it's a, it's literally a toolbox. So. so when you started off like your journey on practicing and, you know, how did you decide that like, oh, I, you know, the crystal bowl, like, how did you decide that 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 was something you wanted to do. And how did you decide that? Because this was something that you were incorporating as your personal journey. How did you decide like, oh, hey, I'm gonna make this a business? Because just as a side note, Niall has done a lot of work in the community with the youth, creating programs and schools and things like that. So how, like, at what point was it like, okay, this is what I need to be doing? So about 19, like two years ago, I would say what happened was I, like you said, I was using the tools for myself and they were so transformative. And like I said, I really love my community. I really love my people. So it felt like a no brainer to me. Um, in terms of the sound healing bowls, once you get into meditation and mindfulness, all this, like your path starts to light up for you and there's all this alchemy. So I got certified through a national program and met a sound healer. She invited me to her ranch in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, and I got my first set of sound baths for myself. And it was the first time as a regular meditator, I literally felt like I had been able to deeply drop into the practice. And um, she was surprised because I came home and I went to Cambridge. I found a place that sold bowls and I started buying them. I was pretty much like, I feel like the bowls chose me in a way. <laughs> 
Um, so at this point, I have a whole set. I use tuning forks. I use chimes. I use Tibetan bowls. The, gla- the, the crystal bowls are the sexiest bowls. They're pretty. They, they're resonant. So a lot of people have been really interested in those. But I'm really deeply fascinated by sound frequency healing. And the benefits of it have been profound. Like my mother's going through a series of surgeries right now. This is like for real. And um, she, she's getting glaucoma surgery done. We went to see the doctor. The doctor was really afraid after like the first 24 hours. He's like, wow, the pressure in her eye is really bad. And I'm looking at the doctor. I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do some alternative things too. I came home and gave my mother a sound bath. I swear to you. They're like, oh, we might have to do surgery again tomorrow. I swear to you. The next morning, my mother's pressure was down half of the, like, because they, they, the scale is like, you know, you want to be under a 10. My mom was at a 40 the day before. After the sound healing session, she was at a 16 in terms of the pressure in her glau- in her eye. So I can't explain these things. I live them and I'm like, wow, I have to do this. So like, you know, you've witnessed, I break bowls and I'm like, I'm gonna go buy another one because I need them now, you know? Um, And it's become a huge part of my life for sure. Yeah, I totally believe in sound healing. I mean, there's so many different practices that are incorporating sound healing into their, their being. So um, where is it? Clearwater Beach is like the number one of like holistic healing. And, you know, people go down there and spend thousands of dollars mm-hmm. on like sessions for rejuvenation and, you know, all of these different things. And a lot of them are incorporating sound healing. Um, my parents had just bought a Rife machine and they're fairly expensive. And, you know, there's different, there's, a book that like uh, literally two inches thick of all of these different topics. So it's like migraine, skin, stomach ache, like all of these different ailments. So you can literally look up your ailment and it tells you a code of like how you can put the, the sound in for that particular ailment. Yep. Yep. And you know, my family has, gotten benefits from it my aunt cured herself from Lyme disease from it like it's like I definitely believe in it and I, and I love the baths and for me one of the things we found out with you and one of the things why I really like it it's hard for me to meditate it's, and I think many people that may be listening feel like okay yeah I'm going to see people it sounds like something that I may want to do but you know, how, how do I do that? It sounds hard. I don't have time for that, whatever. And like for me, I'm like, I want to meditate, but I just can't focus. And so what I like about this, this crystal bowls is that the sound of it takes you, I feel like, really inside of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it silences off the world around you. It silences off the hustle and bustle in your head so that you can really like bring it in and just like pause and focus inward. Yep. So for me, like that being a tool to just even meditate and focus along with the healing of the noise, the, the sound itself, um, it was just really fantastic. And in all of the sessions that we did together, it was like, I didn't know, like, I don't know what it's going to be like, but I really felt different that day. I felt different that week. I felt better. I felt stronger. And I think that it's, you know, such a great tool. And if some, and especially 
you know, when people work with you, they get to t like talk about I'm like, this is what's going on. And we talk through it. And we talk about, you know, what it's stemming from, and then utilizing the meditation and the sound bath to like really let go of mm -hmm. things that are draining me. Um, it's so powerful to me. Well, I'm really grateful to hear that. And I and I know because I can see it in you from like a month ago, like you're still beaming. So you let me know when you're ready for another one because I see. Um, and I want to say that like Reiki and sound healing specifically are called energy cleansers. So that's exact. I love that you said release and let go because it's an energy cleansing. It, it's going in. And when we talk about disease in the body, dis-ease in the body, the bowls recalibrate from a resonant space so that you're able to like, your, your energy is able to kind of circulate itself back into the auric field that it should, right? So I'm a bit, I love the chakras. I love energy. I'm not going to like get too crazy about that. That's like a one-to-one -one and I can break it all down. But we have these energy bodies, right? The seven major ones. And these bowls literally are attuned to each of our energy bodies. So as we play them, as we experience them, we're literally giving these energy fields an opportunity to just recalibrate, get back to balance in a way that your body like thanks you for later, right? Um, I prefer sound healing over Reiki because Reiki, sometimes you're touching people and you know, this, I could be halfway across the park. Like, you know, I do outdoor sessions and people are like walking up afterwards and don't know why. They're like, what is that? I'm like, yes, it's the resonance of the bowls. Um, and I have my heart chakra bowl here and I promise to like play it a little bit so that you can hear it. Um, and then I'm intentionally wearing the color green because today is um, November 11th. And, you know, 111 are very, 1111 are very powerful numbers from a numerology space. Like today is a day of, and it's not a coincidence that we're doing this. Today is a day of setting beautiful intention for your future, for the rest of your life, right? So the big thing about mindfulness is you utilize your mind to anchor your experience. So I hope that anybody who sees this today uses this, hears this and says, okay, I'm just going to pull out my journal and write out five things that you intend to see happen in your life today. Use this portal as the time. Um, you know, all everything in our experience is a symbol, is a sign if you, once you're tapped in. So I wear green because green is the, not only the heart center color, but it's the color of abundance. It's the color of giving and receiving. So you'll always see my nails are green. I really like believe in this stuff because I know and I've seen the benefits of it, you know? So my heart chakra bowl is green, right? And all of this stuff, it's so funny because the camera's like flipped to the other side. So there it goes. <laughs> um, and I promise to like play it a little bit so that you can hear it and you can get some, you know, of the frequency today. But I'm deeply passionate about about the sound healing. I think it was the game changer for me as well. Mm hmm yeah, I highly suggest anyone listening in to contact Niall and get a one-on-one -on -one session. So whether it be on Zoom or if you're in the Boston area doing it in person, it will really um, clear up something for you. It will really give you energy and peace and ease and um, you'll feel that healing with it. And um, in the one-on-one -on -one sessions, how she was saying that there's different bowls that um, are associated to a different chakra in your body. And what the session is that we had done together, you know, I had something very specific that I was dealing with, as we do as humans. Mm -hmm. And it was interesting that the particular bowl, um, you said you could tell which one 
was associated to that place where I was having my pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember, so, so what I, and this is like, once again, like how you connect to the bowls. My bowls will bring a very specific, smooth route. And if there's a block, you'll start to hear a little bit of um, banging, not banging, but a little bit of frequency, like against the bowl. And a lot of times that just is us clearing it. So I'll keep going until I get that bowl nice and clear, that, that ringing nice and smooth again. So that day, like you said, because you were feeling pain in that area of your body, the bowl was doing what your body was doing. And then once we got past it, I was like, oh, sis, like, look at that. And this is how it works, you know? Um, and then something you mentioned about the sound frequency healing, and I think all healing modalities is, I am working really hard to make this accessible. Like people, my mentor, I won't say how much he charges an hour for what she does, but this is because the benefits of it are so great. So Fahan and I are constantly co- having this conversation around my passion for the gift. So like, please reach out because I work with people to make sure that they're getting what they need. Um, it's more about seeing people heal than it is about money for me, which is probably why I've been so successful in this process because that's how, rep, you know, how it works from the, the law of rep, rep, why can't I speak today? Giving and receiving, rep, reparosity, can't speak today, sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say. Um, What happens is the more you give, the more you receive. So for me, I think that the more happy, high vibrating, loving people we have in the world, the better off we'll be, especially in the season where that's been a challenge for people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. The people that I've seen, they're like consistently out there. They're like, okay, what can I do to provide? What can I do to give? What can I do to share? You know, those are the people that are always the happiest, I feel like. Mm -hmm. They're like, you know, when you're living outside of like yourself in that sense of service and contribution. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I've heard before, you know, um, people are like, yes, I get out of bed every day because I know that like without me, like I'm doing a disservice. Like if I don't do this thing, then there'll be people that I'm letting down. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think that's really nice that you are so like committed to serving the community. And I feel like people may not think of mindfulness as something that they can do because maybe they're they think they're too busy. Or they're like, oh yeah, that's for those people. That's not for me. Mm-hmm. And like I would love for everyone to kind of take the opportunity to just try it just a second just even if it's five minutes and Niall offers these complimentary consults where you can bring to her like what you're going through and she can create a plan for you and like I said if you are in the Boston area and you want like a private session like it was so helpful for me thank you so much for that and I I mean, I've secretly worked with probably a thousand people in the city in the past year in different spaces. I really try to dignify everybody's journey. I'm sorry it's so windy. Um, I try to dignify everybody's journey and I try to give people the space to like go through their own process. Because I, even if you share with me what you're going through, like you have to come to terms and acceptance with it as well too. So it's really nice to watch people get themselves over the hill. Like remember when we first started talking, I said, I don't like the word healer because I feel like people heal themselves and I'm just a guide. So like I prefer to use the word coach or instructor because people, our bodies are able to heal themselves, right? Like it's just a matter of getting to that grounded enough space and that space of acceptance to like be able to receive what it is that your body needs to get you to the next point. 
And I also really love the idea of sharing with people that like, it's not just about the body as well. And like, we live in a very like materialized, um, you know, like country and world where everybody thinks it's just like about the money or it's about the cars and the houses or the whatever. And those things are important. But if your spirit is shut down, it's going to be really hard for you to get any of the rest of those things. So I always talk to us about the mind, body, spirit. We're a triad being. Um, we're more spiritual than we are physical. If we really think about it, that's why you can cut your arm, but you can't. You know what I mean? Like there's a lot of like proof to the fact that our spirits go before for us and, and everything that we do. So if we're not, if we don't have some sort of a spiritual life. So I love this about you and I specifically. We come from very different religious backgrounds in terms of how we were raised and practice what we practice ritualistically. But when it comes to mindfulness, you and I have so much linear like commonality and can see each other so clearly. And that's the other really beautiful part about mindfulness is it strips away all of the like, once again, ritualistic stuff that keeps us divided. Right. And there's nothing wrong with ritual. Ritual is actually what gets that ground. It, it's what grounds things. But your rituals don't have to um, denounce mine or they don't have to like. And this is where I really appreciated the mindfulness practice because I was then taught that I'm going to acknowledge Muhammad, Lao Tzu, Buddha, Jesus Christ. Um, anybody, if, if it's an ascended master and it's somebody that another group of people respect and honor as a leader, then they're, they're just as powerful as Christ because I was born Christian, right? And I was raised Christian. And mindfulness gave me the space and the ability to explore Buddhism and to like really understand Taoism and things that I would have never, ever been exposed to as a young woman of color from Boston. Like though I grew up with resources and I was able to experience certain things, I would have never been exposed to Taoism and Buddhism had it not been for mindful practice. And like all of the breath techniques that we use within yoga and meditation, and I, that's something I kind of really want us to talk about as well, is breath is like the, a free gift and it's the most healing tool ever. Yogis, we call it pranayama um, and prana being life force energy. I know I sound like I want to do everything, but I do really want to get certified in Tai Chi as well for that reason. Oh, I'll do it with you. I'm not certified, but you'll... <laughs> yeah, okay, perfect. Um, because yoga and Tai Chi are antidotes to each other. So like yoga helps ground the body. It helps get you, it helps to center you. It helps build strength, like all that good stuff. And Tai Chi is what brings, helps us foster our energy in a way where you cultivate it, right? Where like we're talking about earlier, if you feel super um, tired or depleted, there are certain Tai Chi moves you can do where you literally can pull in the energy fields from around you to help foster and cultivate the energy you want, right? And they're very simple techniques and you're either breathing in your nose, out your nose, breathing in your nose, out your mouth, or you're taking a deep breath into your nose, letting it, your stomach drop. So taking a really deep breath and then breathing out. So I'll demonstrate for you really quickly, right? Okay. So the first, um, most basic pranayama practice is into the nose, out of the nose. So we'll go into the nose and then out to the nose. Okay. Into the nose and out of the nose. So all of you that are listening in right now, you know, take a second. I know you might be listening to this while you're driving, but you can still, you know, focus on the breath. You can have your eyes open or closed. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. Um, see how passionate I get. I'm like, let's take some breaths. You're right. So 
for anybody who's in transition, this is actually a really great way to do it. Just keep your eyes open, but this is a good way to recalibrate. So just taking three breaths into the nose, out of the nose, into the nose, out of the nose. And then for a second, see how that feels. And then moving the attention now from taking the breath into the nose and then pull, pushing it out of the mouth. So breathing into the nose and pushing out of the mouth. Into the nose and breathing out of the mouth. Into the nose. Breathing out. And then finally, <clears throat> whenever you're ready, we're gonna take a deep belly breath. So into the nose, hold it, then out of the mouth. Into the nose, hold it, then out of the mouth. Right? My body feels so yummy. Like those little techniques right there, three benefits. A, you've recalibrated by bringing some new oxygen into the body. So the brain feels nice and um, fresh and recalibrated up here in the prefrontal, corte prefrontal cortex. Secondly, you have the idea that you stopped thought. So if you were stressed out for a second, focusing in on those breaths literally redirects the thought. And then it brings you back to a space of ease. Because as we know, when we think about things too long, that's when the negative emotion drops into the body. Right? Yeah. So um, pranayama is everything. And then when you're doing physical practice, movement, Pilates, yoga, any type of full body workout. Once you learn how to breathe into the nose and out of the nose and breathe into the nose and out of the mouth, you'll be a master at whatever physical practice you're trying to pick up. Because at that point, you have a breath practice. You have this like ability to like guide yourself in. So with me, when I'm doing, um, say, curls, I'm going to breathe in as I come up and I'm going to breathe out as I come down, right? So breathe in, breathe out. So it becomes this like, way that you approach even the challenging moments in your life with this breath so it's really beautiful yeah and even just now doing that couple minutes like I feel like okay I'm focused you know there's release I can feel a visceral release and so I, I absolutely love that and then when you're doing the bowls I've been practicing like my breathing on that too mm -hmm. and so is there like a specific technique? Cause I just been, you know, we, we did the breathing exercise and then we did the bowls and I just kind of continued on the breathing exercise. But do you have any like tips for anyone that's listening in or, you know, if somebody wants to utilize a session with you with the bowls or, you know, find some sound, sort of sound healing for themselves? So you asked the perfect question. I definitely instructed you on how I wanted you to breathe throughout meditation. So the breaths that I took you through in the beginning were so that you knew exactly how to breathe once I started to use the bowls. So I suggest that people do what makes the most sense to them. If you're pregnant, do not do nose breaths because like you're cutting oxygen off to yourself and that's just not like you can get dizzy. So pregnant women should not do that breath where it's just into the nose, out, out of the nose. You wanna breathe into your nose and out of your mouth if you're pregnant. But if you are in good health and you have no respiratory limitations, I think a variation between two is good for you. So you might start into the nose and out of the nose, then you go into the mouth and out of the mouth, and then you go deep into the belly. But um, I encourage people to find their own rhythmic, rhythmic breath because that's like their lung capacity, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I'll do, I'm gonna share the, a little bit about the bowl really quickly with you, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, so as we shared the crystal sound healing bowl, so this is made out of clear, it's made out of quartz crystal and they are burnt down to a certain um, temperature, which also um, contributes to the resonance of the bowls. Um, I have basically all of the chakra bowls at this point, And this one right here, particularly, I pulled out on purpose. It's the heart chakra bowl. The reason why I pulled this one out is, like I said, today is a day of grounding intention. So I really do everything with intention. So anybody who's watching who might have heard something today that really resonated with them, as I play the bowls for us for like two or three minutes, I want you to go ahead and just like really ground that feeling around what it was that we heard that you resonated with today. Um, or maybe it's just like you're really grateful for this conversation. So maybe you just repeat, I am grateful. I am grateful. I am grateful. But I will go ahead and... Um, just start playing it for a little bit so you guys can hear the different ways that the bowl, you can experience the bowl. Okay? Yeah. Awesome. So you can start with taking that deep breath into your nose and breathing out of your mouth. One more time into the nose, then out of the mouth. So even as being on like a virtual live, um, you know, session, you can still focus in on your breath and hear the noise. And what I tend to do is I, my breath will be one way and then the rhythm will have my breath be breathing in a way to like follow that sound. And I can like really just focus in on that and not think of really much and just kind of have that pause, that inner reflection. Um, so it's really great. Um, I We should definitely send out, so anybody that wants to have a clear, um, you know, session, we can definitely send an audio file or a link to get that. So be sure to connect with Niall. Um, I put her Instagram handle um, up on the screen for those of, that are, of you that are watching. Um, for those of you that are listening in, it, it's at NYE. So I always, whenever I see it, I think New Year's Eve. So at <laughs> NYE, 
underscore J-E-U. Um, so be sure to follow her online there. And, um, you know, if you want an audio file, I know that she's going to be posting some soon. So they'll be on her site and things like that. Um, but I have one fun question before we wrap up and I ask all of the guests. So if you could be a superhero, what would your two superpowers be? Ooh. If I could be a superhero, I would fly and be able to be invisible. <laughs> you see, I already had the answer. <laughs> I've thought about this one. <laughs> Definitely would want to fly. For sure would want to fly. I have a fascination. I think that um, a lot of birds are my spirit animals and my totems. So, like, if I do regular nature walks and when I'm out, if I see, like, a blue bird, a blue jay or a cardinal, I'm like, a cardinal in Boston? That's a sign. Um, <laughs> I've had a heron, which herons are pretty big birds. So yeah, in my next life, if you know, if I can't come back as a human, I want to be a bird. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, flying's one of mine too. Okay, perfect. So you get it. <laughs> and we like to travel so we can get places quicker. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It kind of fulfills all of our needs. Um, so my my favorite animal is a hummingbird. Oh. So, you know, there's it, they're fast, they're beautiful, they're like, you know, they're cute, they live in tropical places, mm -hmm. and you know, and I'm Trini, so. <laughs> exactly. Do you know the, the history of the hummingbird is actually really beautiful, and I have one tattooed on my side for it. Um, the history of the hummingbird is it's the only bird that makes it to heaven because it's so small and so intelligent, it rolled on the back of all the other birds until, and, and kind of defeated them and ended up it, so it's considered like one of the most beautiful birds on the universe. So I'm not surprised that that's your favorite bird. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty things. <laughs> and all I was in Costa Rica with my parents and we went to this hummingbird farm and my mom's like pretty into like museums and like she can sit there and bird watch for hours. I was literally just sitting there staring at them and they're so close to you. I had like my camera out just videoing them and I, my mom's like, are you ready to go? And I was like, oh, wait, and by the way, this was like 10 years ago. So I was grown. <laughs> so I wasn't a child. <laughs> I was not a child. And I was like, please, so are you ready to go? And I'm like, they're so pretty. I just want to stare at them. <laughs> You're having a spiritual moment. They were like, hey, sister, how are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. In Costa Rica, they like lost you. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. So I want to thank you so much for being on here. I would love for everyone to connect with Niall um, at NYE underscore J-E-U on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And um, she's going to be putting out some really great contact content and if you are you know if you want a shift if you want to open up something if you want to create this energy in your space and be even more productive and feel like inner joy radiating i would definitely suggest setting up a one-on-one -on -one session she does consult so you can talk through the process find out if it's a good fit for you um and you know if you're in boston definitely do a live session Thank you so much. Yes, thank you. Have a wonderful <laughs> afternoon, sweet. Have, thank you, everyone, for watching. <laughs>